Hello and welcome to UK Vegan Family live chat this week. Yes, it's another Saturday night. Yes, that means another interview or another Q&A. <laughs> How to- is everybody doing tonight? How is everyone? Who have we got? We've we got? I'm going to check the comments now. So we've got Satan inside. He's watching from his TV. Ah, uh, he's got a YouTube channel as well. So good old Gary, always here. Nice to see you. Yeah, we've got Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. Hello, lovely. we got Ang Harrod's live. Hello. How are you doing, Ang Harrod? Actually, Ang Harrod has a YouTube channel. Go and check it so out. So I know she's had a new video out today. I do need to catch up with that one. We've got Muddy Paws. Hello, Muddy Paws. Hello. we got... Ren Bakes Cakes. Hey! Chris Van Prague. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to see you here. Hello, welcome. Uh, Oh, we've got our friend. Oh, look. Toby. Oh, I finished mine. Yeah, we've got a picture for you as well. We'll send that later. Yeah. So if you want your vegan army mugs, vegan soldier, or vegan gosling, Toby. Yeah, go, go and get your coffee mugs. Uh, we got Bohemian B. Hello, oh, B. Hello, lovely. How are you? <laughs> hello, we got Gwen. Hello, Gwen. Hey, dude. Yeah, I'm Easy Vegan. Hello, Aaron. How you doing? Mike hello. Paul, hello. Welcome back from last night. Uh, we got uh, Lindsay's Vegan Life. Hi, lovely. Lin- Lindsay's, yes. Uh, we've got Toe. Lindsay. Lindsay. Uh, we've got Toe. Ta- ta- and a vegan tone, taco. Tone and a vegan taco. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm trying to keep up with everyone in the chat. It's just people more. So. Yes. Right. Okay. So, Jim, welcome. Hello. welcome. Hello. We actually got in touch with you, didn't we? In, I think it was summer, wasn't it? Yeah, it must have been. Must have been, yeah. It was a while back. Yeah, because it was after we experienced some anti-vegan bullying and I think we got in touch with you about trying to raise awareness and we came on your show, didn't we? You did. A while ago. You did. A while back now. I can't remember the episode number. I'm going to say it was in the 50s somewhere, I think, something like that. But yeah, you did. It was excellent. I enjoyed it. it. Lovely chat. It was really, really good. That was one of the first times we did something like that as well, wasn't mm. it? Was it the first time we were into? We were interviewed. Was it the first time? I think it might have been actually. Might, I know because we had the Canadian radio station. They were all about the same time. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really weird to be on the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, it was. But that was even before we started doing live streams as mm. well. So I think I think we did that, and then about two weeks later, we started live streaming and did doing we? chats with families. Yeah. Yeah, a lot has oh. changed since then. Awful One lot. Word. Yeah. 20, so welcome anyway. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have Thank you, you it's here. It's great to be here. So I think here. the first thing we like to ask is tell everybody your journey into veganism. Okie doke. So um, it was four years ago in April. So we're just coming up to four years now. I was day off from work um, in a Netflix wormhole like folks uh, get into. And um, Cowspiracy came up and uh, I watched it and by the end of it, and I was quite, you know, I was pretty, I was a pretty omnivorous chap, shall we say. I used to eat a lot of, a lot of meat. Um, And uh, I watched Cowspiracy and I would say by the time the end credits rolled, I was pretty confident I needed to be vegan. Um, 
but had no idea what to do, how to do it, etc. And and my wife was at work, and so she had no, no idea about this sort of revelation. But I went, I went after Cowspiracy, then went into you know another another few documentaries. You just sort of roll into a few others, and it was literally like this this afternoon. Um, I, I do remember checking the sources on the Cowspiracy page because I kind of thought this can't be true. I mean, they're, they're, this can't. You would have heard about this, you know. The, the, you know, I considered myself quite, you know, environmentally conscious. You know, I did my recycling and all that. Sort of, you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, and so uh, it, it, I thought this can't be true. So I, I checked it out, and I think when I started to see Oxford University. Uh, the World Health Organization, you, you know, UNICEF, all these different bodies that were, you know, kind of trusted names in our in our in our culture. Um, I think I was I was fairly convinced when when my wife got home. I, I think she must have detected I was in some sort of slightly strange catatonic state. <laughs> and so I said, "Are you all right?" I said, "You've got to sit down and watch this." Um, and I and I, I was fairly confident that she would have the same viewpoint and and she she did and so really it was left with okay right what are we going to do with all of the food we've got and then what on earth are we going to eat um and we we donated all the kind of grocery stuff to like food banks anything that's in the cupboard and all the fresh stuff this was pre obviously way before you you know when you could actually see people in the in the flesh oh yeah (laughs) those days (laughs) if you remember Remember those good old days. Um, I think it was our our mother my, our mother in law came my mother in law came over and uh, picked up you know like all the the fresh stuff in the fridge so nothing went to waste. But we just couldn't bring ourselves to even finish it. It was kind of uh, you know it, it it has to be done. So it started environmentally, but I think by the time I went down that kind of um, just even that afternoon, it was kind of all all roads pointed towards this animal welfare. Uh, you know the the health side. Although I still kind of the health bit is kind of a byproduct. I'm not that bothered about that. To be, I mean, yeah. obviously, if if you're healthy, great, brilliant. But um, you know, I I, I, I couldn't live with uh, the rest of it on my conscience anymore. So yeah, four four years later, and uh, you know, seventy something pod podcast episodes, and 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 that's me. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I'll say, do you want to? Because we kind of didn't mention the podcast. Do you want to say what, a quick mention about that? Actually, well, yeah, that's what yeah, we've got. That's you what here you've got in there for. <laughs> so this is this is Jim, everyone, and he is the host. Um, oh, I haven't even got the thing running across the bottom. Yes, it's no, we gone, haven't done that, have we? No, it's all gone wrong. I don't know what's um, the matter with us tonight. No, uh, where is it gone? Yeah, there it is. Live chat, Jim, host of the Bloody Vegan Podcast. Wonderful. So, on, yeah, so I'm going to take us all over there yes, so we can all show off have a little look. The Bloody yes. Vegan Podcast. There so, yeah, we. This is the Instagram. Yeah, so all kinds of different folks on here. We've got so the, the, um, Ren Bakes Cakes, who you, who you saw earlier. That's that yeah. up yeah. there. And the, it's in the black and white. It looks rather moody. We look quite pensive, yeah. don't we? Those thoughtful chaps. That's um, that's uh, Chris Van Prague. He's a good friend of mine, and um, his daughter Ren. She's I think three. He'll probably correct me. I think she's three at the moment. Um, mm. She she's the star of Ren Bakes Cakes. So she she has a little YouTube channel and cooks uh, bakes vegan cakes. She's absolutely wonderful. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's Chris there. There's all kinds of different folks. There's me with a Christmas hat on as part of the Green Gazelles. Some people may know them, the world's first vegan rugby team. I'm the less handsome one on the left, <laughs> looking a bit moody. Uh, the more handsome one is uh, Glenn John Jones. He's been on the podcast as well. He's the author of Think and Grow Vegan. He's a very handsome okay. chap. Uh, runs all kinds of marathons and whatnot. Very fit chap. Ah, Dr. Shereen Kazam. The, uh, yes. Yeah, you've probably heard of her. Founder Plant-based of, uh, health professionals. That's the one. Yeah, she's been on. Uh, she came on actually with the founder of No Meat May. Um, okay. So they did a little double header together, which was um, which was a while back now. Ryan Alexander. Um, so yeah, that that was a cool episode. So yeah, there's seventy odd episodes. Uh, Vivo Health in there. There's Biff. Uh, that's my friend Ellie. Actually, I she yeah, Ellie um, from Vojo, Vojo Health. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, She's Ellie was awesome. on uh, Biff Burrows and Krista from uh, Biff's uh, Biff's Kitchen. If you like your jackfruit, awesome. all kinds oh, yeah. of different oh, yeah. folks, all kinds of folks. Oh. And look at who oh, are those? Who are those two there? I wondered. <laughs> I wondered why we were scrolling down. So keen, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted. To, oh, you knew that was there, didn't you? You're no, I didn't. I didn't. This is the first I've seen it. Professionals, I like from it. From a PC anyway. Oh, there you go. There you go. So there awesome. we are. Um, um, here's this is the link tree. I'm, I've copied and pasted the link straight away. Um, so I'm going to pop that in the chat for everyone. So this is all the links. And Jim has just started up his YouTube, YouTube. channel, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of, I'll be honest, I was a little bit reluctant, but all, all the any podcaster worth their salt in uh, in 2020, 2021 um, seems to have a video version of their podcast. So um, I thought it was about time I did it. I'm a bit late to the game. It was about six, okay. 65 episodes in, and I decided I might record the video of them. So. So the last five are out on um, on video. There's another one out. They come out every Sunday, so there's another one out tomorrow. Okay, brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. And this is the website. So this is the the bloodyveganpodcast.co.uk, which I'm going to copy and Make paste. Make sure you get the S in there. It's ve- vegans. Pod- vegans. Yeah. Oh, the bloody vegans podcast. Yeah, it's def- I'm not the bloody vegan. We all are. That's the, that's the kind of thing. <laughs> Yes, put the S in. Those bloody vegans. So that's tomorrow's episode, which is cheekily out today, actually. So, you know. Um, so there we go. We see some YouTube footage, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of bits and pieces. That's Callum Harris, for people who don't know, made by Blitz. You may have come across him. He does these really mad 30-second recipes on, on Instagram. Oh, I think I've seen him, yeah. Yeah, they're insane. He was in The Independent, actually. It's like a vegan influencer to watch in 2021. <laughs> Which I sort of laugh at the term, but you know, <laughs> that's him. He's he's a good chap. Yeah, I've I've definitely seen him. There we go. Brilliant All stuff. Kinds of different yeah. folks, and there's Chris again. There's Chris again. <laughs> I do like that photo. Amazing. I'll just drop the. Uh, we look quite the quite serious there. Like we've actually got some something to say. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, what is the story behind the podcast? Yeah. I and mean, what's the story behind the name as well? Yeah. So. Um, okay, so after that initial evening where my wife and I sort of became vegan, that that fateful evening four years ago, 
I don't think I really spoke to any other vegans for about two years. Really, I didn't okay. know. Really, I didn't really know where they hung out, or you know what was, or where they were. Like so, um, I used to sort of you know toddle off to work. Uh, generally, take various amounts of abuse from folks who would say things like. Um, Oh, bloody vegans, you know, and they're, you know, it was just a phrase that I kept hearing was this bloody vegans thing. So I think it just registered. Anyway, about, so about two years later, um, I, I saw an advert on Instagram for Reading Vegan Festival. So Reading, Berkshire, which is not far away from where I live. And um, it was asking for someone who was a bit techy, who could be a compare for the, for the day. So it introduced the guest speakers. And so I thought, I, I quite like doing a bit of that sort of thing. I'll, um, I'll, I'll get in touch and I'll see if they're interested in me doing it. So I went and had an interview with the, the folks who, um, who run it. And uh, they, they signed me up to do it. And uh, the day came and I, and I was introducing guest speakers. So they had the likes of like Fiona Oaks on there. Um, wow. uh, Sara Batero there was also, and I was introducing these people sort of on stage and um, this is really bad as well but I didn't know who Fiona Oaks was really which was ridiculous so like oh, two years in so so <laughs> uh, until she, she sort of so I sort of said hello like bowled up hello Fiona I'm going to be introducing you in a minute blah 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 um, and then uh, she, she about five minutes into her sort of her speech I was like my jaw had dropped I was like oh my god <laughs> she's um, she's incredible you know, she is yeah, really, incredible. Oh, really, I mean, Guinness World Records, Tower Hill. Set. No knees as no, well. Yeah, yeah no, no kneecaps have fallen apart. Tower Hill stables, the whole world. Just amazing person, amazing person. So I was uh, sort of listening to all these people thinking, oh my God, there are so many amazing sort of vegan folks out there. But what kind of, I think naively I thought was that everyone was pretty much of the same like, like-minded view. You know, I sort Ooh. of, I've, I'm, you know, I don't want to cause any sort of controversy. I'm pretty like far left on on the political spectrum, um, and pretty sort of progressive in my views and so on and so forth. Progressive politically, and um, I thought everyone was. And there was uh, one of the uh, guest speakers had just done a speech on intersectionality, and I was kind of sat there thinking, oh, "Okay, God. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, like I said, I don't want to get into a, a fight about it or anything." But I was sort of sat there, sort of thinking, "Oh yeah, okay, I kind of agree with it. Like, you know, there's lots to discuss, lots to debate. There sounds good, like it." And uh, then somebody piped up and said, "Hello, I'm, um, I've got a question." So at the end, I did Q and A, and this, I've got a question. I'm on the right wing of politics. And I don't think it's right that we should be talking about feminism when, you know, when we're talking about, um, and I was like sort of taken aback. Like, oh, I, d- I didn't know that there was different views like the, like this within the community. Anyway, I think uh, the next day I was like, I, I should do a podcast where I'd sort of invite loads of different people on and let them share all these different views. Not with, but with without really trying to, what I didn't want to do was create sort of, division and debate and argument well not i wanted to create debate but i didn't want to create argument necessarily i think what i wanted to do is just here's a bunch of views have a oh please let's not um, hi race let's, let's, hello race let's not um so yeah I, I didn't really want i just wanted because what, what was really i think frustrating me about like social media at the time not to do with veganism per se but just in all walks of life 
is mm. that people just sort of come on and, and are very angry in a very short space of time. And then a bunch of other people are very angry about that. In, and no one's really getting to the bottom of anything. They're just sort of all no. stood in one's in each corner, just getting angry. And, and I thought, well, that's not particularly productive. I'd quite like to have a conversation with somebody over the course of an hour, listen to their views, and hopefully I'd learn something and maybe the audience yeah. would too. Whether you agree, disagree, or what, I don't, to some extent, I don't really care. Like, I'm not there to shape anybody's particular view. I'm kind yeah. of there to say, here's a bunch of views. What do you think? Um, so, and, you know, some people say, well, don't do that. You should have a very strong view and blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I kind of do personally, but I don't see the role of the podcast as that. You know, I think the podcast is there to let people share their... I say to every guest, this is your episode. I'm not, I'm not there to get in the way of it. You know, I, I'm there to ask questions. So that was the kind of intention. And I just went out and reached out to a bunch of people thinking no one would want to be on it. And um, I've had, you know, BAFTA winners and head chef of Forest Green Rovers and a Sea Shepherd captain and all kinds of... So I was amazed at, you know, Hunt Saboteurs. I was just amazed people said yes and came on. So um, it's still going. Uh, I sort of naively said I'll do a one a week. I remember Chris <laughs> Van Prague saying to me, because he was the first episode and because he was a good friend. I was like, do you want to come and have a chat about, you know, we'll just talk about being dads because we're both dads of vegan kids. And uh, he said, so how, how many of these are you going to do then? You're going to do, and I was like, oh, I'll do one a week. And I didn't have any guests lined up at that point. And I just had him. So, <laughs> um, and uh, he was like, oh, so when are you going to put this one out? And I was like, oh, I'll put this one out tomorrow. So, so from that point, I kind of had six days to get the next one. And I've just sort of been on a bit of a treadmill ever since, and um, I haven't haven't dropped a week yet. So, <laughs> so far, That's so good. good. That's good. That's a bit like what we do, though. Like I'll get a couple of things sorted for say three or four mm. weeks in advance, and then sometimes we're like, "What are we going to do now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's nuts. And it's either have a break, or we get something lined up, and then it. Falls, yeah, falls through. Yeah, we might fall like, through. Uh, there was one time we um, <laughs> were doing, we booked a live stream with Kerry Kids, and he was a born vegan, so um, his mm. parents raised him vegan, and he was on the other side of the world, and I'd said to him, it'll be at this time, and we went live, and we're like, where is he? Where is he? And I've been messaging, I've heard nothing. <laughs> An hour later, after we'd, We'd done like a random thing. We got people on. I think the vegan moon cat came on and like yeah, saved, saved, the us. Day. saved the day. <laughs> and he was like, I'm ready now. Where are you? And we've already streamed. It's good to have a group of friends, isn't it? Who can at any moment uh, like, yeah, I'll do a podcast with you. Uh, yeah. Chris yeah. has been one of those. My, my wife's done a few with me. So <laughs> when That's I've been, good. when I've had those like Thursday night sort of, nah, I can't do it. You know, it happens. We, we know quite a few people, I think, even in the chat, who'd probably be. Oh yeah, I mean, doing a podcast. The, yeah, the, love to be I'd, I'd love to get you know, like I said, my my sort of um, mission, if you like, is to put loads of different vegan viewpoints out there. So you know, it's not about I, I don't want this. I don't you know. It's about I want everybody's view on the podcast at some point. So I'd love to have some more guests. So if you're if you're uh, if you're up for coming on the podcast, like drop me a. Drop me a line. Yeah, Rupee his, Vegan Grandad is a great candidate. Yeah. He was in Veganville. Yes, mm. I, I, I'm well aware of his work. It's very good, very good, very good indeed. In fact, um, 
uh, a good friend of mine, Brendan from Green Gazelles, has, has been on yes, his, his channel. He has. So. Yeah, mm. it's a small world. Yeah. Well, uh, should we go into a bit more depth about the Green Gazelles? What's your sort of um, role there? So I'm the. Uh, but well, it's, this sounds ridiculous, me saying this, but I'm the, the chairman. So, so, oh, Jim is the chairman of Green Gazelles. I don't even know what. Yeah, I mean, I don't even. Re- Brendan really asked me to be the chairman. And I was kind of like, I had to sort of almost Google what that meant, you know, in terms of like, in terms of like, what does a chairman of a rugby team do? So I'm, I'm figuring it out as I go. Um, but yeah, it's um, the club's got uh, over a hundred players now worldwide. Some wow. are some are pros. Um, some are some are amateurs like like me. Um, we've we've played a couple of times. We we made a little documentary actually before we'd even played a game, which was a bit weird. And it was with um, well, it's a bit controversial now actually because it was with Upfield Global, who were like the we, we didn't I didn't really know it was with at the time, but um, they're a food manufacturer. <laughs> Turns out they make flora. Uh, and then obviously Flora oh, and then oh, stuck yeah. a load of buttermilk oh. back in their products. So I was like, can we get our, can we get our name off that? But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we did a little documentary. We've um, we've we've played a bit together when when we could that kind of thing. Um, but we've got we've got tons planned, you know, for for next year uh, if we can get back out there. We, we kind of want to enter a whole bunch of uh, primarily sevens tournaments uh, around the world. Um, wherever because we've got players everywhere the idea is like you know if if our German sort of team wants to play over in Germany and there's a and there's a sevens tournament there then we'll line up a team for that we've got women's teams men's teams so on and so forth so um that's the plan really we'd turn up as many tournaments as possible and kind of show some folks what what some you know some sickly vegans are about but <laughs> no, and, and, I can, and I can say so there's some big there's some big people in there I mean there's there's a guy um we got a guy called he, he, I think on Instagram it's called Lanky Vegan his name's James but he's um I think I've heard of him yeah, actually he's like six foot eight like size 15 boots he's ridiculous uh <laughs> it's Connor McDonald he runs plant-based games it's like a crossfit like uh sort of olympics kind of thing but okay. for for vegan folks he's like 20 odd stone and six foot something or other so these there's some there's some there's some folks who are really kind of busting all kinds of you know myths and legends <laughs> about about vegans uh so yeah it's 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 awesome yeah re- really kind of proud to be involved with it but like i say mm. um if I can stay away from the rugby pitch myself, that would be probably good. <laughs> I'd probably do more damage to the vegan cause than, than good. So. <laughs> I love your honesty there. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick to the sort of the business bit with Brendan, but I don't know about the rest of it. <laughs> ah, Satan inside. So his cousin plays for Worcester Warriors. Oh, look at that. And we are Worcester. So if if you yeah. guys were over this way, well, I wouldn't be supporting Worcester. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we, funny enough, we've got something lined up with, I think it's with Bristol, uh, about playing like a, you know, vegan 15s team, our team versus their team, which isn't, and in a kind of like a tick, you know, ticketed event at their stadium at Ashton Gate. So. Um, 
I'm probably letting some cats out of the bag there. Brendan will probably slap me on the, oh, on the wrist. Oh, we got to no. get through all this COVID caper first anyway, so it might not happen. But um, yeah, uh, if we can do that, that'd be awesome because, you know, we'd love to fill it with vegans, <laughs> have, uh, you know, vegan food vendors, the whole the whole works, you know, make it a real kind of event and a bit of a showcase, get, get quite a bit of press for the rugby club but more importantly for for the kind of idea of, of veganism mm, what yeah. a great place to put it is it going to be in bristol yeah i think so i think it's supposed to be at uh, ashton gate i think where well, was there was some talk of um uh, the stoop and bath and all kinds of different grounds so i think you know between brendan uh, and myself more more likely brendan because he's the brains of the operation uh, we'll, we'll figure out uh, we're trying to get a pro ground basically that's the idea mm-hmm. a pro ground so we can sell tickets to it and, and try and make it a big event that's the plan mm. um, <laughs> we'll see like I say we've got to actually play some rugby and get out of this first <laughs> all of our 2020 plans just went absolutely down the tubes like most yeah. people so. yeah. yeah so have you guys been able to do any I mean obviously we've all been in a tight restricted yeah. lockdown but been able to play together at all during yeah. this time a couple of times to- there was a couple of times i think where i mean i can't remember when we were in tier nine and three quarters or whatever we were in i don't know but w- w- when we were in one of the tiers uh where you could we we did meet up at um at a certain point there's been um a, a group who've been met up in germany uh, so there's there's been some some activity here and there, and lots of like we've got a massive WhatsApp group with lots of PTs and stuff who are sharing all of their workouts and things like that. So everyone's kind of keeping us honest. We've got a, a really good nutritionist as well, a guy called Phil Bryden, um, who um, wrote a book called You Are Beautiful, uh, sort of about vegan nutrition. Uh, he runs a business called Mush Nutrition. He's our kind of club nutritionist. Wow. Uh, we got a guy called Matt Dickens, who's a, a PT for uh, Formula 3 drivers at the moment. He used to, I think he did some work with Lewis Hamilton as well at a certain Ooh. point. So we've got some some really cool people involved in it. Um, yeah, it's really exciting, to be honest. I just, I just, yeah, we just want to get out there. As, aside from anything else, we've got a really nice kit and we want to show it off. So, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I just want all this to go away so that we can <laughs> tell me about it yeah yeah it's troublesome so another yes. person's popped into the chat here Stanley Fu oh, he, yes. he'd be a great person Stanley. to uh, yes. do a podcast with as well he is absolutely fantastic he has some fun he's got this brilliant book and the artwork that he does is absolutely brilliant. He's just also recently set up a YouTube channel mm. and you can see him actually drawing some of his characters as well Amazing. on the... So it's another area of activism as well through art. Love it. It's, Love it. It is brilliant. There's so many different well, niches. Reach out to me, Stanley, and anybody else who's, who's watching this. Uh, if, yes. if, if you're up for, for coming on the show, I'd love to, like I say, it's all about showcasing lots of different folks. So... Uh, yeah, drop me a line either through Instagram or uh, Jim at the Bloody Vegans Podcast.co.uk um, if you want to email me. Not John. As, no, uh, no, no. At the start, it was hi, John, for like 10 minutes. Hi, John. It was her fault. It was. It was. She set me off. <laughs> I don't know who John is, but he's not involved. 
No, I do love those sand effects. They are brilliant. Mm. <laughs> do you want to? Have you got a couple more? You can show everybody what you've got. Exactly. I've got the podcast theme tune, which is which is there, written and performed by by me back in the day. I've got a little round of applause. Well done, race leader. <laughs> All, all sorts of different things. But anyway, we, we don't want to bore folks with my soundboard. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. So the other reason we got you here is that we are a vegan family tunnel. Indeed. And you mm. are a vegan dad. So how old is your little one, little ones, or big ones? Uh, no, little, little Arthur. So there's only one. He's, um, he's almost three. So he's three in May. Um, wow. Yeah, lovely little chap. Been been vegan since conception. So he's uh, hey. yeah, he's um, he, yeah, he's um, he's a little activist in his own way. He's his only the only vegan in his um, in his nursery. <laughs> so, same, so, same. So every day is a little um, is a little test of uh, of veganism for him and us. So it's it's all good. It's all good. He's um, but he's doing he's doing ace. I mean, if, if, if on the that Instagram that you guys had up earlier, you'll see him. A yeah, of, there's a picture, isn't there? Yeah, he's got the the little little chat with a lot of blonde hair. Go down there. There he oh, is. Look. So that's him, uh, me, and my wife. I don't know why I didn't explain that. It was quite obvious who's who, but <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I'm not the little one or Kate. So uh, yeah, the other one. So yeah, that's little Arthur. He's uh, he's two and a half. Uh, yeah yeah lovely little chap lots I mean probably like you guys lots of um, you're just sort of learning as you go aren't you I mean it's more the it's more the social interaction stuff that's the uh, the kind of the the bits that are new like as as an adult it's it's, you know you can I don't know you go to a a thing with work or whatever and there's there's no vegan options and you can have that conversation and everything's you know you get it but um you know, with a little one, you're just really conscious of, you know, they do an activity at nursery and what they choose to like cook or, you know, they like they do a baking session. Yeah. And there's a whole thing, isn't there, about, um, uh, you know, what they're going to bake and so on and so forth. And so there's been very, like, probably like you guys, various moments where we've had to have little chats, conversations with the nursery. And actually... And why I call him my our, our little activist is because um, pretty much now, whenever they bake, they bake vegan because it's like they've they've finally realised after lots of conversations, like well, everyone can eat this. All the kids with all the different kind of nutritional needs uh, and dietary requirements and everything, this works for everyone. So let's just do that, and and they taste yeah. awesome, right? So um, so yeah, it's it's great, it's great. Um, um yeah, very very proud of him because he's just like. He's proper casual about it. Cause he's two and a half, isn't he? So he, does, <laughs> he just he, and he's already asking like, "Is it vegan?" about stuff, which is pretty mad. That <laughs> is a good thing yeah. for him to do. Yeah, that's what we've taught Jack to do. So he actually now says, "Are you vegan?" That's oh, really? another yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's people, three. Yeah. He was three in October. He goes, "Are you vegan?" Yeah, <laughs> and I, it, I think we're getting to the point where he'll go, "Well, why not?" <laughs> oh wow, I love I it. I think that's where I'll we're get going him on now. The podcast. He'd be quite good. <laughs> he will go into the supermarket and you'll go, oh, dead animals over there, <laughs> mommy. Mm. And at nursery Amazing. recently, we actually had to go in on we had it, Friday. We had our first, was it Thursday? First meeting okay. in the we head had office. a meeting, oh, sat you? down. It was all organised. So they could get the language. Pro- they want to get the language 
sorted for him so that okay. he feels like he's not excluded yeah. they're really on the ball with it actually That's awesome. and it, one of what, the situations what triggered it yeah what, what, what triggered it was they were all sat at the table about to have their milk and jack knows that cow's milk is from a cow's breast because that's what we've taught him yeah and he goes i think some kid must have been sat next to him with their milk and he pushed it away and went that's disgusting so all the other children went i'm not drinking cow's <laughs> breast milk that's disgusting <laughs> he started a little revolution i love it it's brilliant a little walkout of the nursery i know but how wonderful what? What they want him to do is to say, why are you vegan, Jack? Well, Jack knows he doesn't eat animals, and that's what he'll say. And we had quite a good discussion. Adam actually said to the nursery staff, you should watch Dominion at the end before we Wow. Nice. I said I, well, I said I was honest with them I said because we were, they were discussing cho- choices yeah we don't use and that things like term. that and we were like no it's not a choice and things like this what about the animals they don't get a choice and yeah, yeah. I said the only, the only way you're going to understand the way we think and the way we do things is if you watch Dominion and mm. then you'll understand why we do this do they take you up yeah. on it do they say we're I gonna, don't know we're gonna <laughs> you need to get we need to get Laura Chepner in don't we she was on our channel recently she's been on the podcast I I love her she's amazing there's Mm, another lady as well called Ruth Jenkins and I was gonna I'm actually gonna send you her information afterwards and she has put together a pack which I had her send to the nursery she's I think she's got into 900 schools she sent these packs to and she's doing it all herself and it's to try and get vegan inclusion in schools and obviously we've got our own thing we're doing for the schools like a research project as well so there's quite a lot of things going on Laura Shepner is such yeah she's amazing isn't she she's amazing big things oh I don't know if you've got anything on your soundboard for this sorry to interject probably not go on what what? (gasps) oh my god How about that? There oh, that's oh, amazing. No, no. Little round of oh, applause. Wow. Yeah. yeah that, that, that was what, brilliant. What a lovely bit of news. That is brilliant news. We all need good news right now, don't we? We, we do. really need I think need we do. It. So how is your how is Arthur around other family members? I mean, if you've got other family members that are vegan or is it just you guys? No, it's just us two. But our, our family are like, you know, I think they're in various states of uh, acceptance and, and moving across, I think. <laughs> I, I think. But moving across. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think they're sort of slowly piecing things together. But um, yeah, they're, they're great with, with him. Um, there's, you know, there's always bits and pieces. I think when 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 you've got a little one, I think you realise how like in, like everyone does. It's not just when you've got a little one, but I think you realise how like early the um, the sort of the indoctrination sort of starts. That yes. stuff's normal. So there's loads of like it's, it's loads of weird conversations actually. I mean, it's less about family, but more about things like. Um, like TV shows and like nursery rhymes and there's just yes. books like so many books and and sometimes we get given books that um like this okay so somebody get somebody in our family gave us this book quite innocently about about these cows um and the whole book when we, when we looked to the back of the book 
it was it was like funded by rodders you know the people who make clotted cream <laughs> So the whole book was about how these cows were like chefs almost, and they were kind of giving, they were making this cream oh, you know, no. for people, like just willingly in this weird like factory. And so we just sort of like, well, that, I'm afraid that book's probably got to go like charity shop or whatever. <laughs> like it was just, you know, so there's a few of those kind of things where family like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Family kind of innocently. <laughs> Innocently give you stuff, but I mean, even like um, you know, you watch like Postman Pat or something with him, and there's you know, this farmer's got a couple of cows. We never oh. find out what's going on with these cows. You know, there's <laughs> the the landscape's been completely desertified. There's there's no, you know, no wildlife. It's you know, there's all this kind of stuff, and it starts so so early. Like um, there's so many of them, and, and you know, I'm, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but you know, it's whether it's though. yeah, nursery rhymes and all kinds of stuff. So, so yeah, I think um, it's that that stuff really is more like troubling because it's so like insidious and um, and just pervasive. It's like everywhere, you know. You see these little bits. Whereas family, I think, are generally like we're quite lucky. Have been quite, you know, they're they're pretty understanding and and they're actually like overly cautious about. Oh, we, can we do, can we give him this? Can we say that? Can we do that? You know, all that kind of stuff. And they've become like expert label readers and stuff. None of them will be watching this. So it's all right. If I say the one thing that does frustrate us is like, if you guys know all of this stuff, just stop eating like animals and, you know, go vegan. But, um, they're, they're kind of, I don't know. They're they're, get, they're getting there. They're certain. They've certainly been very accommodating and 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 very good with Arthur. There's no kind of like. There's never been a suggestion from family of, oh, you know, you're you're harming him in any way, shape, or no. form. Ne ne uh, we've been so lucky in that respect. I know lots of families have had that that dynamic. I think the only thing really like that we've experienced of that nature has been, and we are like you know very lucky in this regard, has been when Kate was pregnant. And she went to the, the doctors uh, to sort of confirm she was pregnant and so on. She didn't kind of, know, you know, she just thought she was, but she knew to the game. You know, um, and she turned up at the doctors and she said, look, I'm, I'm vegan. Um, what, you know, what, I, I just want to make sure because it sounds silly. You, you know, all the, all the facts, but for so long, you've been told that it's, you know, it's bad for your health that you just yeah. want somebody professional to say, no, it's absolutely cool. This is what you need to do. Like, look out for this, watch out for that, blah, 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 blah. And this GP said to her, like, well, you can't, you just can't be a mum and be, and be vegan. Like there's, there's, you won't be able to produce enough breast milk. This <laughs> is literally what he said. Literally what he said. I can't believe it. And Kate came home like in tears and was like, uh, like she kind of knew that it was wrong. You know, she she was fundamentally, you know, opposed to what this guy had said. She she, but she wanted this confirmation from somebody sort of professional, and it and it just didn't come. Um, thankfully, we we found lots of folks out there who, um, who would support people in 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 vegan pregnancy and so on and, and thankfully that is that that is growing um you know vegan doulas and all kinds of different things that are, yeah. that are popping up which is amazing but um when i've been lucky enough to speak to a couple of like you know doctors on on the podcast and appreciate you know they're vegan doctors so they tend to be um uh you know on the on the side of good but they, they always talk about the fact that um from a nutritional standpoint you know it's like four to eight hours or something in the entire 
period of training. So they're often yeah. just talking as if, you know, they're talking from the standpoint of just the myths and legends of, of what, That's what of, it is. of what everybody else has heard. So yeah. going to a, a, you know, a doctor for nutritional advice in sort of Western cultures, like, you know, you may as well not bother, uh, sort of, sort of thing. There's, there's better places to go. So, um, so yeah, uh, it, that was the only time I think we've had that kind of conflict, if you like. Um, but yeah, he, he was breastfed absolutely fine. No issues. Exactly. Uh, healthy, happy little chap. He, you know, he's, I, I'm so proud of how just smart he is. Just, you know, remembers it like, really? he's, he's got like I'm four or smart. five, yeah. <laughs> he's got like four or five books that he just, he, he knows from start to finish. Like, and it's crazy, like memorizes the whole book. So it's little photographic mm. memory. Um, and I, and I always love to say it's cause he's vegan, but yeah, yeah. We always, <laughs> we all say that. It's because he's, <laughs> It's because his mum's clever, to be fair. But um, it, yeah, I, I always put it down to the plants. <laughs> I think there is an element of it. I really do because they're not eating all that animal cholesterol. Oh, I don't oh. think. Yeah, can't be good for you, can it? <laughs> so, right. And then so, all the hormones from all the you know the milks yeah, and, and yeah. the dairy and just like you know clog, just messing with their own hormone system. It's got to. It's got yeah. to. Yeah, so, so yeah, we we were we were very blessed in in that regard, but I still think there is woefully little support for for vegan mums. Certainly from a yeah, the, the mainstream yeah. medical profession is is really poor. Um, you know, even when he was born, you know he, he you know they do like the heel prick test and stuff to check the blood sugar, and they wouldn't let us out for a while because they have to have like three oh yeah you know yeah. three blood sugar readings at the right level. And the, the, the nurses were so... Because Kate was, like, struggling to, to get him to latch and all this kind of stuff. And the nurses were, like, adamant they wanted to give him a bottle. Mm. Um, like, adamant. Like, and almost, like... Sounds it familiar. Felt it like does it was, sound familiar. Felt like it was going to become a bit of an issue. Like, they, they backed off, like, after, a, you know, a bit of a conversation and actually helped her with the latch rather than, you know, helped her with what she wanted to do rather than try and force her into something else. But it was almost like... I kind of, I kind of get the pressure on beds and stuff. But it was almost like we get the formula down him so we can move, move you guys out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, long story short, he he latched and we were fortunate in that regard and everything was great and he's he's a beautiful little boy now. So thriving, yeah, he's, he's loving life. Yeah, he's got too much energy if anything. He wears me oh, out. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just What's bedtime like? Oh, <laughs> It's like he's just like it's just full of beans. He wants to read, but Literally. he wants to read and run at the same time. He's like, no, he's not a fan of sitting down at all. No, um, no. unlike his unlike his old man. So um, that's a bit of a shame. But but no, he's just full of it. I love it. I love it really. I think I think they're all the same. I'm easy vegan as put as put yeah. a comment as well, Adam, because yeah. he's got two little ones. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're absolutely wonderful. I think it is just something about the, the diet. They're just and full of energy. You know, there's the, the starches and, and there's so much there's so many links between is it brain development and starches. Mm. I think I think that's that's it. I think I think it is. Yeah, they're always wild. Definitely wild in yeah. this house anyway. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah, no, you're definitely not. You're definitely not. Arthur's uh, Arthur loves it. 
<laughs> and it's, what's he like with his eating? Because we find that Jack can be, I mean, he goes through stages where he's like, oh, I'm not eating that. I don't want to eat that. And then he'll go through stages where he's a bit more adventurous. I know. Oh, it, yeah, totally. Arthur's age, he was a bit, oh, I'm not eating. I think when he was about two oh, and a half. Yeah. Uh, he goes through stages. He, do, he does, yeah. And he's, he's at the stage now where he's constantly asking us, is that vegan? Yeah. Like, you know, brown Tesco's and you'd be like, oh, I'd love that, daddy. And I'm like, okay, can take it home, cook it. And he's like, is that vegan? And you'd be like, like holding a vegan sausage or something. <laughs> like, 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 just, you know, flicking it. Is it like meat? It like, don't use meat, but he'll ask, is it chicken or something? I'm just <laughs> like, no. I'm like, no, Jack, we wouldn't do that to you. Well, yeah, by the nature of being in this house, it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, totally. Um, no, yeah, he's definitely like. I, I mean, we. I put it down to just the sort of standard toddler stuff, but um, yeah, certainly yeah. in recent months, just because he, I think you know, at two and a half, they sort of suddenly realise that they have a choice in life um, about things. So he's sort of like, oh, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to eat now. I think <laughs> I think we'll bin this off for now. Um, so yeah, I think you sort of have to. <laughs> we've had to sort of pander to his 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 uh, whims and demands a little bit <laughs> sometimes. So oh hello, look at that comment from Lindsay. So they get two hours uh, yeah. in a seminar room. That makes... support breastfeeding mums. Says it all really. That makes sense. Wow. Oh, we've got Taylor Marshall. Hello, hello, dude. How are you? Welcome back How to the you? stream. Welcome. It's been a while since we've yeah. seen you. How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, I, I'm I'm a nurse by trade and mm. I knew nothing about nutrition. Absolutely nothing. And you see a lot now about there's a lot of people ill with heart disease and lots of other things and you make that connection and it's just like, wow. Mm. You can see it from the other side now. Whereas before, you, you just don't, you don't see it. No, I, I, I didn't see it. I no. didn't see it for a long time. No, and I definitely didn't have any nutrition training. No, no. But then, you know, it's, I think it's, it's really encouraging like people like Shireen Kazam out there in the world who are who are trying to right that that particular wrong. Um, so, yeah, more, more power to folks like that, really. So I think that's that's the key. I, the, you know, like with anything, I just the fear is that the, um, you know, sort of being preemptive with people's diets and avoiding disease in the first place um, is not as lucrative as treating it with medication after the fact. Um, yeah. So, you know, in our current system, I always sort of worry that that's, that, that will win out. But, um, you know, let's, let's get behind the likes of Shireen, I say. I always share that they do some fantastic PDFs, which we've put in our link tree mm. about. So I think there's a pregnancy one, there's a toddler one, there's a baby one. The, the stuff they do is brilliant. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Much, much needed, I think, yeah, for yes. lots of families out there. But yeah, he's to answer your question. Yes, he can be a bit picky, but I put it down to toddlerisms. Usually, Ugh. if if it's framed as his choice in the matter, he was fine with it. If you, if you say I, I'd rather you didn't eat that plate of vegetables, he will probably then go, okay, well I'll eat it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, but if I ask him to eat it, then he's yeah, nah, forget that. Is 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 about whether who's asked him to do it and whether it was his free will or not. So he's just you know he's a he's a stubborn two year old who's going on 
you know, 20, that's all. And I have the same sort of thing. And I don't know if you've had the uh, not going to bed or won't go up the stairs. I turn into I turn into a race. I'm like, well, I'll beat you up the stairs. I'm going to beat you up there. And then you, you'll just run. You'll laugh. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to win. And then I, that's it. It's the quickest way to get him up I there. normally go with the the option of being super Arthur up the stairs, which is where I basically oh, pick him up like a plank. And <gasps> and do the Superman music, and he, then he's okay. up. Then he's up for it. So, I'm gonna try. That. Yeah, if he's that, up for Super Arthur, he's he's not so much sometimes up for going to bed. So we have to no. have to dress things up. He's all yours tomorrow night, then. <laughs> <laughs> Bohemian B asks a question. Oh, oh yes, so that's what I was going to do. Jim, do you plan on taking your podcast <laughs> show? Oh. Yeah, so I did have so another thing that I've so after I did the Reading Vegan Festival the first time, I've now ended up kind of like being the person who looks after the the guest speakers. Um, so it's actually run by um, a lady called Sarah Zanelli, who's been on the podcast. Who runs a company called Vegan Sparkle Events, and what they okay. do is they make uh, or they put on the road like things like um, uh, vegan festivals and. Um, what's the word, vegan markets and fairs and this kind of stuff all around uh, the south of the UK. Anyway, so she runs it and she's like outsourced the guest speaker stuff to me. And um, so what I was going to be doing in September just gone was like a live Bloody Vegans podcast. So have the guest speakers, but do them as like live interviews. So that was going to be the first time that, that, I, that I did that. So the the... The slight downside is that the the next vegan festival that I was going to try out at would be in, in September. So I think, yes, in answer to the question, I'd, I'd love to do it. Um, but I did want to take this little baby step first of doing it at Reading okay. Vegan Festival before I, I don't know, not uh, not that anybody else would, I don't know if anyone else would want it at, at their vegan festival. But um, uh, but certainly it, it would be cool to do it because I think, you know, I like the, the the conversational format and and some folks don't want to get up and do a, you know, 30 minute, 40 minute, whatever it is, talk, they, you know, that it's a bit, a bit more comfortable to be asked questions. So, mm-hmm. um, unless they're Fiona Oaks, in which case, you know, just give her the stage and yeah, leave her to pretty. it because she's amazing. But, um, but yeah, so hopefully I'll, I'll do that then. Um, September Reading Vegan Festival, if not sooner. I didn't know about this one. I did not know about Reading Vegan Festival. No. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's relatively small. It's only been going... I don't know, three or four years, I think. But yeah, some some cool folks who run it. Like I say, Sarah, who who runs it, um, she she's pretty awesome. And then there's a, there's a few other folks as well. Um, uh, so yeah, it's it's a, it's a cool it's a cool festival. You know, most towns thankfully these days have one. So yeah, have you yeah. have you been to Vegan Campout before? I haven't. No, I haven't. Oh. I'm still. You know, the weird thing is, I've met loads of of uh vegan folks now through the podcast having gone like two years without talking to anybody but because the podcast i think was it started in october of 2019 so i got i don't know how many weeks because my maths off the top of my head's not great but from october to like march um uh before covid hit i was pretty much exclusively doing them face to face apart from the odd guest that might have been in another country or whatever. Yeah. So um, I'd started to meet some folks then, but then, but since then everything's been virtual. So like, um, 
yeah, I kind of like once this is all over, I'd like to kind of get with my sort of, you know, newfound sort of vegan network that I've kind of met. I'd love to get out and meet some actual people instead of looking at lots of screens like we're all doing at the moment. As much as I love, you know, seeing you two's lovely faces on a screen, it would be nice <laughs> to actually see you in person. Um, yeah. So hopefully one day we can do that at some sort of festival or other. I think That'd the only one I ended up going to just before it all clamped down was uh, Plant Powered Expo. Um, and I met up with like Glenn and Glenn John Jones, Think, Think and Grow Vegan and Brendan and, and Connor and a few others from the rugby team and stuff. And that was like it. Um, so, yeah. I think it was four, wasn't it? Four years. Four years. I think Jim's the person to give us a list of all the festivals that we need to put on our to-do lists. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've only been to Vegan Camp Out. That's it. I, I'm, yeah. li- I'm literally not because I... I <laughs> <laughs> apart, from, <laughs> apart from Reading, I like I, 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 I and I, I went to Plant Powered Expo. I, I'm I'm not very good at finding those sorts of things out, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, vegan camp out, Ace. The family family camping is just Arthur would love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Maybe one day when this is all over, we can do a bit of that. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's, it's really a Brighton cool. vegan festival. Oh, I've always wanted to go to Brighton as well. Oh, Brighton's great. The Purettes is brilliant down there. There's a lovely pizza restaurant called called Purezza, and it's all obviously all vegan, and it's just wonderful. So uh, if you go if you go down there, I'd recommend it. I think they've got one in London too. We need to go and eat Mm. in other places, not just around here. (laughs) We've been vegan two years. We've got some nice places around here. Yeah, but they're a bit boring, aren't they? Yeah, quite fortunate around our way. We've got a, a couple of little places. One, one in particular, there's a, a vegan restaurant. I've had the guy who runs it on the podcast a while back. Uh, it's called um, uh, Vegivores. So it's like this vegan restaurant in in Reading. And for anybody, if you ever go anywhere near Reading, go to that 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 restaurant. It's just amazing. And and Kevin who runs it, his whole thing is like. Um, Kind of wanting to make it amazing, but with at the same time. Sorry, to go. Sorry I'm going to go. Little ones just woke up. Just woke up. Daddy's oh, to the toilet. Is it your night? Oh dear. Yeah, I think it's um he's toilet training at the moment, so he wakes oh. up and he needs a wee. Oh, okay. yeah, he gets all flustered about it. Bless him. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah, so we'll go heart. for a wee and then he'll get back into bed. But what were you saying anyway? I can't remember what I was saying. Vegivores. Yeah. So his whole thing with this restaurant is kind of he wants to make like great tasting vegan food but he's not about kind of jumping on the sort of junk food wagon there's nothing you know nothing wrong with that it's really you know really cool and i think it's a good a good thing for folks but um what kev does is amazing because it kind of it's almost like when you eat it you're kind of like how did you cook this i want to i want to learn how to cook this because it feels so like like you could you know like a day-to-day amazing nutrition uh, amazing nutritional profile all those kind of things it doesn't feel like like a junk food treat it feels like this should this this should be how i i should be capable of cooking at home but i'm not um, so yeah it's a really good restaurant veggievores and a, yeah, sounds a, awesome if you want to find out more podcast episode eight or nine i think well, I, sh- I shall be having a look <laughs> <laughs> yeah so talking of food what's your favorite thing to eat favorite thing as much as like almost every podcast i have a conversation with somebody about whether they think vegan junk food is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, okay. 
you know, the whole sort of debate of like, um, you know, if we kind of hook people into it through vegan junk food uh, or, or we kind of make, a, make it this transitional tool, do they get like get put off by the fact that A, it's expensive and B, they didn't feel all these health benefits that they thought they were going to feel? And so are they more likely to quit? You know, it's a sort of a longer form argument, but you, you can go one way or the other with it. Anyway, so having said all of that, and we go back and forth in the podcast with different guests, uh, that that's probably where I land. Is <laughs> if 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 you left me to my own devices, I, I, I'm I'm probably uh, quite a burger fan. Having said that, though, I'm not a meat substitute burger fan. I've always been like a bean burger type fan, and yeah. It all almost like annoys me a bit actually that all the, the the vegan restaurants now like are going for the well not the vegan restaurants but all the restaurants where there's a vegan option are going for the like the impossible or the beyond meat as opposed to like a good like a really good quality bean burger. So if I had my own way, a good quality bean burger would be where I'd where I'd end up with some kind of sweet potato type fry. I love sweet potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, like and anything with sweet potatoes, like is like actually just potatoes. <laughs> I eat potatoes like apples. I eat so many potatoes. I love them. But yeah, like potatoes and and hummus. Like I don't stop eating hummus. I swear I can like that mainline hummus. Just love, <laughs> just love the stuff. Um, we we make hummus. We eat a lot of hummus, so we we tend to. Make, it's just cheaper then. It is cheaper make- and and better. I think personally. Like it doesn't feel quite so oil heavy as shop bought. Um, I think I found like a engine two recipe, you know, like uh, the forks over knives guy, Rip uh, Rip, Rip Esselstyn. I think. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think it was one of his hummus recipes, which like used no oil, and that's generally my like go to. Although it's probably not his recipe anymore because I've probably just, you know, like you do, you just make up your own version of it because you can't be bothered to look. Look it up. Yeah, I, I just throw things in. <laughs> yeah. The lemon juice and the coriander leaves. It's usually like lemon and coriander I make. Yeah, I Lovely. Like. Love the stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah, me. I'm me. We, we're very much whole food plant-based, so we don't tend to have a lot of oil anyway, but Adam loves the processed foods, so he tends <laughs> to have a lot of the processy foods. But I'm like, no, come on, you can eat whole foods. Like. <laughs> you try and keep him on the straight and narrow. Yeah, he's he's so much better though. Like he never used to eat fruit or vegetables, no. and now he eats everything. So he's he's really sort of adapted his taste buds to different things. Really, yeah, I think it's good. so. I mean, everyone says it, but I think it's so true. Your palate changes, doesn't it? Like you you get a taste for things that you never had a taste for before. You're not you're not sort of blocked by all the sort of animal fat and salt and sugar and all those kind of things that you are when you're on a omnivorous diet and. Therefore, I think you just get the flavour profile of things that you just never used to. Like, you taste the pepper and it just tastes completely different to how you ever remember it. Yeah, it does. Without geeking out over peppers. but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, we're bloody vegans. That's what we do. Yeah, I suppose so. I, suppose, I just feel like we're f- fulfilling the stereotype of... Uh, <laughs> if, if a non-vegan like tuned in now and they heard... It's just the taste of a pepper. <laughs> they would say bloody vegans. Yeah, they would. <laughs> Have you got any anyone who you really want to get on your channel? Anyone in particular? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I definitely want to get um, Fiona Oaks on. So um, I, I've That'd had Fiona great. Oaks on as a live episode. Like, so there's a, there's a live episode from the Reading Vegan Festival. So if you didn't get to go to that, the one that I first introduced her, 
um, there is an episode of that. So we recorded them all at the time, um, not knowing I was going to have a podcast, but we just recorded them all. And then, um, uh, you know, the, the organisers were very kind to let me put them out as episodes. So uh, I'd love to get Fiona on, though, for a chat. We, we were really close at one point. Um, and it was actually just before COVID, I think, and we were going back and forth via email and we, we were going to do it. So hopefully um, one day that will happen. Um, I sort of had a bit of a, I suppose the, like I've been lucky enough to have a couple of like bucket list folks with, um, I had Carol J. Adams on recently, who's um, a feminist author. I don't want to say, if I say intersectional, I feel like there's some folks that are going to jump on me again, but um <laughs> Uh, but she's a she's an author wrote a, a book called The Sexual Politics of Meat back in the early eighties I think, um, so I had her on and that was like she was just a fascinating person to listen to talk. Um, Peter Hammerstead from Sea Shepherd was another one that I just didn't think I'd get on and and he's he's an exceptional person to listen to. Um, Alex Lockwood as well, the the the, the film director. Uh, he did a film called Seventy Three Cows. It's like a fifteen minute film. It's amazing. Yeah, he's got a new one coming out soon called The End of Medicine, which is kind of about oh. antibiotics use and how it's kind of ultimately you know destroying the capability of medicine to be effective, um, and it, you know and where it, how it's coming from from you know animal animal products and the use of antibiotics in the animal culture industry so i had him on that was another one that was that was amazing but yeah to be honest like i've taken a bit of a turn and not i've asked less big names recently um more from the point of view that like i've actually you know no disrespect to any big names but i found it kind of almost more fascinating just to talk to like people doing like quite regular things almost because i just yeah. think they're that it feel, to me feels more relatable sometimes. Um, like it's it's awesome to hear from a you know a BAFTA winning director, but it sometimes it's just equally like like one of my favourite episodes was um, Reading Hunt Sabs. You know, just listening to those guys talking about what the day to day you know is like, what what week to week is like out in the field, like direct action and so on. So you know, I, I love those kind of conversations too. To be honest, like. Really, like anyone, any and everyone. I'm, I'm just interested in talking to people, really. So, like, I'll, I'll talk to, I'll talk to loads of people. I, I want to get a, um, I've got uh, my sights on like a, a couple of tattoo artists I know who are like vegan tattoo artists. So that's okay. an area I, I'd love to talk about at some point. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, I'm, I'm open to talking to anybody, really. <laughs> um, Toby has put. Have you interviewed Hencher before? No, I haven't actually. I thought <laughs> he would be good. I thought about asking him, um, and I haven't got around to it yet. I don't know why, but no, I'd, I'd left it definitely like to. Um, I think I always kind of thought oh, it'd be a bit too busy for me, but um, I've been ama- I've been amazed actually when I've inter- when I've reached out. People are generally pretty accommodating, so um, you know they even if they can't find time for you. Like the Carol one, that was like a year. Like I, I'd asked her, like, uh, like in the March of one year, and like she came back to me like a year later. I mean, back and forth, but she like finally we got it on the road like a year later. So people are busy, but yeah, maybe I should. I'd, uh, yeah, he's beast, he, isn't he? He'd be, he'd be, fa- and he's got a fascinating backstory as well. Like you know, his past yeah. is, and he's really open about all of that, that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I think he'd be a really good guest. So that's a good shout. 
Yeah, he's, if, anybody, he's if anybody knows him, wants to tap him up for me, that'd be good. Toby, probably. <laughs> yeah, if you know him, Toby, then uh, and he, soften the path for me. That'd be lovely. Yeah, when when we go in, he does his live streams usually about six o'clock. Sometimes that's like chaos hour for us, as you probably know. Oh, yeah. And if we go in there, he does shout us out. Oh, really? Oh, amazing. Fair play. And he's actually watched some of our streams, and I'm like, oh, it's him. <laughs> God. Just, he's, he's brilliant. It's just. He is. A, he's a. Such an inspiration such a, yeah. for so many people who think, oh, you can't be a bodybuilder and, and be vegan. Mm, and you're yeah, like, totally. go and look at Hench. Totally. Totally. It's just ridiculous. How are we doing? We had the chance to meet him at the vegan camp. I didn't we? really know. Didn't but, really but we know didn't know him, who Hench because we were quite new to it when we were there. Right, yeah, yeah. And one of the people that we went with and camped with, he was like, oh my God, look at this photo. I've got a picture of Hench. He's massive. Like, and, this guy, he's like, <laughs> and it, we were looking at this photo and, it, and it, it, yeah, Hench was, was just towering over. Big, <laughs> think, like... On that note, yeah. actually, um, there was, there's a couple of folks I've reached out to yet and I, ha- I haven't quite had a response yet. But um, James Wilkes, I'd love to get on. The, the, oh, yeah. yeah. So I've reached out to him. Um, I, I'd love to get him on. And... Um, Patrick Baboumian, I think, would be cool too. So, um, oh, if only we knew someone who moderated for Hench. There we go. We're looking at him. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. There you go, hey. Race, get in touch. Get in touch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that would be that'd be awesome. So, yeah, lots of different folks. Really, I'm I'm open. Lots to look forward to then, definitely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, in, just in the next few weeks, we've got some some good ones coming up. I've got, like, tomorrow I've got um, a lady called Lena Fail. So Lena is a um, former chef. She's worked in some of the best um, restaurants in, or best omnivorous restaurants in, in London, trained under Michelin-starred chefs, that kind of thing, and literally has gone from butchering animals and had this, like, awakening moment spent uh, uh, and and kind of quit all that in like a two-month period she just kind of quit said I can't do this anymore walked out of a really top restaurant and has gone out on her own is now doing um, like cook-along so she sends out like a restaurant kit and then does like a live cook-along with you but they're all vegan obviously so she's she's on tomorrow which is really cool I've got um, the um, Canadian CEO of a vegan deodorant company called Impact Veganics, um, who's like, she's really cool. She puts some really like out there messaging all over the packaging and stuff. So like, she's not in the slightest bit um, shy and coming forward about her activism. So it's like literally all over the box. So um, yeah, she's amazing. Uh, So yeah, there's loads of different folks coming up. I don't want to make it too much of an advert. I'll bore people, but (laughs) but yeah. Okay, I'm got, easy yeah. vegan ass. They probably start wrapping it up now, anyway, yeah. Jim. Yeah, well, I probably should. Have, but sorry, I've been chatting. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no yeah. sometimes we go on for an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. If anyone's got any questions for Jim or anything about the bloody vegan vegans podcast, just drop them drop in, in now. Drop them in, definitely. So here we go. Ooh. So who was the most fun to have a podcast with, Jim? Oh. Trying to think. Yeah, fun's really interesting because there's like ones where you like where your brain is taxed. <laughs> so there's like with like Carol J. Adams, who I was talking about earlier, and like Peter Hammerstead. Like I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to keep up 
like they're like they're just on a different plane to me like intellectually so i'm kind of like whoa okay you know what's my next question going to be i'm trying to trying to you know keep on their level but like some of the most fun ones i think uh are people I've sort of developed a bit of a relationship with over the course of time, and it's and it feels like an easy conversation. So, like Jade from Forest Green Rovers, the, the head chef there. Like, our, our, we don't really talk about Forest Green Rovers much now. Like we've <laughs> like on our third episode, we're talking about all sorts of stuff. And yeah. well, I think the last one we were talking about like Amendment One Seven One, and 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 all kinds of other stuff. You know, just like views on life. So I, I love it when, when I, you know, when I've had a guest on a couple of times and I get to that point, or it's a guest who's a friend, you know, like Chris Van Prague, like I love those episodes. They, I don't know how fun they are for everybody else, but they're certainly fun for me. Like, uh, but yeah, the ones that, uh, that get you thinking uh, are, are also awesome. You know, like. I'm speaking to the, to the interview with Jade. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. Did that. Oh, amazing. Yeah. 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 She's awesome. Yeah. yeah she's really good. Think, yeah. That's the right person. Yeah. I'm what's our own? Yeah. I love Jade. Yeah. She's great. Toby Goslin has put Rich Roll. Rich Roll would oh, be. Oh yeah, Rich Roll would be. Yeah, Rich Roll would be I epic. I haven't even like drafted a message to Rich Roll. I just don't. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should, but uh, yeah, like that would be awesome though. That would be awesome. Charlie Rocket. Charlie Rocket. I don't know Charlie Rocket. Bro, no, normally. I, like I, I think I need to check this out. Okay. I, I, I've usually got like a pencil. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I feel like I need to write some stuff down. That's a good one. Uh, Charlie yeah. Rocket, thank you. Jim should ask Hench himself, though. Hench will check him out and decide. He always makes up his own decisions. Yeah, it's his own I person. will. I will. Thank you. Thanks for the, the tip. I will do that. Yeah, yeah that's uh, a good idea. Uh, Leon has asked on our behalf. Oh, our favourite question. Tofu or tempeh? Oh, I don't know. That's a tricky one, isn't it? <laughs> I know. That's why we that's asked. What we asked I feel like this is loaded. Like there's some sort of backstory I'm not aware of, and like if I say no, the wrong just... thing, I'm going to get you know no. thrown into just... jail. Um, we okay. know what our answers are, yeah. and one of us doesn't have as many on okay. their side. <laughs> Like my, and this isn't just me sitting on the fence. I do genuinely like love them both fairly equally. But if you if you force me, if I had to pick, I'm probably gonna say tofu. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Probably, I think it's just more of a blank canvas, like which probably argues against the idea that it's nicer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because because tempeh I think has got more of a its own distinct like qualities to it, whereas tofu can be whatever you want it to be. And that's why why I particularly love it. So yeah, yeah. an impassioned oh, plea for tofu. Tofu five hundred six. And then another one that Adam likes one. to ask. <laughs> Do you want to ask it? Yeah. Your, so your um, I hope you know no one's allergic or anything because <laughs> I have not come across one yet. Do you have your peanut butter? Crunchy or smooth? <laughs> I mean, so the the household has to have it smooth. <laughs> the household too many streams. So the household has to have it smooth, but that isn't my personal preference. I would probably personally go crunchy, but I think Kate and Arthur's preference is smooth, so we've got to go down that that particular track. Yeah. But it doesn't like I don't wake up. 
open the cupboard and feel offended in any way. I am I am pleased that there is peanut butter in its abundance in our household. We are blessed. So I'm yes. not I, whether it's crunchy smooth, I'll take it as it comes. But crunchy. Yeah, like if, if I'm doing the shop and no one else was eating it and it wasn't going to upset everybody, I'd say crunchy. Oh. See, I like see, 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 we've got a few crunchies here. <laughs> so I'm always, you know, if I wanted my peanut butter crunchy, I'd just eat some peanuts. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's, uh, it's it's like the smooth peanut butter, but it's just an extra dimension. So if you have the smooth, you're kind of like choosing to miss out on a dimension. But that's your call. You do what you oh, do. Yeah, Biscoff's bread. Oh, God. Oh, that's, that's, vegan. that's vegan drugs, that is. Yeah, <laughs> I can't be trusted with it, with that in the house. Uh, no, no. no, I'd be spooning it out. I'd be, there, I'd be there now. That that literally cannot go on the shopping list. In fact, mm-hmm. the, like Biscoff biscuits, full stop. Like they can't be no, in the house. I eat a packet of them. I, I just, can't, I can't. Just they can't don't. be in the house. T- the problem is they're small as well. So you think, oh, I, I can smash three or four of these, and then before you know it, you're in some sort of diabetic coma. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Can't. But yes, but no. What about pineapple on pizza? Oh, here we go. Again, we're getting all the clangers out now. I don't think race even likes is, that. I know this it's, is like this is like a, a thing, you know, that people have like a like this feels so like controversial. But I, I will eat anything. Like I'm, I'm really not a fussy chap. So if you presented a, a pizza with with pineapple on it, I'd I'd eat it and I'd enjoy it. I, I it wouldn't offend me. I'm not. I'm genuinely not offended by food, as you can tell. I don't. I don't have a problem eating. Oh. I'm easy vegan. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually walked yeah. past the Biscoff spread earlier. Oh, did Tesco's. you? Yeah, and you were I'm, tempted because I'm. I'm still looking for those wicked kitchen jam donuts at the moment. Those, <laughs> but every yeah. time I go there, there's none. It's like, like there's just a blank shelf. I'm like, for Christ's sake. Yeah, they, do they'll they get ever, them. Do they ever exist? Have you had them? Joey Carbstrong shared them. Yeah. On his Facebook, I think. Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. And, we've been them yeah. and there is like, you know, when you look at the tickets, the prices, there is a price tag for that. <laughs> so, kitchen jar right, donuts. So they do exist. We, we believe they exist. Okay. Yeah. And then I walked past the Biscoff spread, and I was like, oh. They might oh, be. In, oh, they might be in your area. Get it, get you never know. Maybe. Maybe. He's list. He's writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked kitchen jam donuts. Because I used to love a jam donut with a cup yeah. of tea. Yeah. I've got, I've got a scroll of all sorts on this this bit of paper here. So thank you. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so yeah, much for coming you. on. It's been really fun tonight as well. It's been nice. You've had your like little funky sounds and it's been really good to have you. No, thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. It's been uh, It's been awesome. It's been awesome chatting. And uh, yeah, like I said, if anyone wants to get in touch, feel free. Yes. So for those of you who, who weren't here at the start, we'll show you again and we'll put the link in the chat. So we'll show you the podcast. So this is the Instagram page. This is the link tree. I will drop the link down in there as well. Gwen says more sounds. More sounds? <laughs> I haven't really got many more. I've got... <laughs> We've got crickets. So yeah, this is your website. Yeah, so, so everybody go yeah. over, follow on Instagram, YouTube, you've got the links there as well. And yeah. Okay. It's been it's been emotional. 
Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you, it. everybody in the chat, yes, all the moderators, you. everybody who's asked a question. Thank you to Jim for being here. And we will see you all next week. We're going to be doing an interesting stream next week. And it's going to be an open mic night about vegan phobia. So we're going to see what that is and have a chat about it. And see who wants to come on next week for a chat. It's in the cheekiness. What's this? (gasps) Ah, but I have sleep to think of as well. It would be like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, that's what he does, not me. He yeah. could do that. I can carry on. I've got. A, there's a small boy upstairs who will probably be awake in a couple of hours, kicking off about something. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you take it easy anyway, and I'll send and you some you information guys. about that Ruth Jenkins with her school thing. Oh, so you yeah, can please do. Please do. Wow. Awesome. Right, guys, we'll see you soon.